Welcome back to Immaculate Perceptions on Game On Wisconsin. That's our producer, Bruce, doing a, a smack dab bang up job right there at the, at the opening of the show. But we're doing something different today. Uh, as usual, MJ Hurley's joining me, and this is our show. Hi, guys. But today, uh, MJ is going to start off with a message. Uh, he's got a little rant he wants to do. But let me point out first these are MJ's thoughts. They're not mine. They're not Immaculate Perceptions. They're not those that game on Wisconsin. They belong to MJ Hurley and MJ Hurley alone. So if you got beef with it or if you don't like it, don't hold us accountable. Hold MJ accountable. So with that being said, I'm giving MJ the floor. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, a stand-worthy rant for anybody who knows me. I am normally a pretty uh, calm guy. I try to be fairly even keeled. That's one of the things um, that, you know, on Game on Wisconsin, on Third Down Thursdays with Bruce, I try to be the sensible one, right? But I was on vacation this weekend. It was the wife's birthday. We were in Pensacola Beach in Florida on the panhandle. We were having a great time, right? And I wanted to sit down after being on the beach for five hours, after getting sunburned, after enjoying myself, after having a few beverages, I was having a great Sunday. We said, hey, I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I've never watched the Packers lose a football game while I was in a hotel. It's a weird streak, but it made me very confident. We did the pregame space Saturday night. I talked with Jacob. I talked with Mike. I talked with everybody. I said, hey, this is going to be a lot like the Steelers game last year. The Green Bay Packers will be fine. Might be a little bit of a rough start, but it's an AFC opponent, very well-coached team. At the end of the day, we're going to be okay. I said, hammer, Packers minus 10 and a half. Dubs is going to go off. Aaron Rodgers is going to go off. This is going to be a great game. We start off, we're watching the beginning of the game. It's getting a little iffy, right? As this game goes on, I got arguably more livid than I have been with the Green Bay Packers in a very long time. And this is not, I will direct a majority not a majority, about half of my anger towards Aaron Rodgers. And trust me, we will get there. But I do have anger for Matt LaFleur. I have anger for Joe Barry. Rich Bisaccia, you did a decent job. I wasn't super mad with you. Special teams was better than it's been in the past. So I'm not going to get mad at you because we're still, even though it wasn't the best game, they were still better than the 29th in the league we're used to. So I don't care, right? But here, here's where I start my beef with Mr. Aaron Rodgers, okay? And I got even more mad today when I got off work. I thought, oh, it was Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show, right? Let's take a look at what Rodgers had to say. And I just want, there's one quote specifically that made me livid. Bruce, I don't know if you can pull it up on this short notice, but he said on the Pat McAfee show, something along the lines of, he referred to when Devontae Adams was a rookie. He said when when Tay was a rookie, there were a lot of times, and then he goes, and I see this a lot with Christian Watson, that Tay was open. He just didn't happen to get the ball. And he made that, he said that quote, referring to Christian Watson, who when Christian Watson is on the field, he is the fastest human being on the football field. Like 99% of the time, he is the fastest human being on the football field. And Aaron Rodgers said to Pat McAfee today, yeah, he just doesn't happen to get the ball even if he's open. Excuse me? You don't have the type of offense where you can just sit there and let Christian Watson 
not happen to get the ball when he just more than often is open. That's number one, okay? We saw what Christian Watson can do with the ball in his hands. He takes it to the house, okay? That's why the Packers drafted him. That's why the Packers wanted to move back into the first round to draft him because they said this is one of the most talented football players we see in this draft. We want to go get him. And because Aaron Rodgers is a little baby and doesn't like that Christian Watson dropped the ball week one against the Vikings, he's punishing him just like he punished Romeo Dubs for half of the game on Sunday and didn't give him the ball after Romeo Dubs dropped and fumbled a screen pass that was all Aaron Rodgers' fault for a terrible screen throw, which, by the way, Aaron Rodgers is one of the worst screen quarterbacks in the NFL. He can be great at every throw, but when it comes to a screen pass, dude tries to throw it 100 miles an hour and break the receiver's hand when he tries to do that. So that's number one. Aaron Rodgers, I love Alan Lazard. I love Randall Cobb. I love Robert Tunyon. I think they all bring incredible things to the Packers passing game. But are not arguably, just factually, Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson are the two most talented receivers on that football team. Just pure talent. I don't care if they drop the ball once in a while. I don't care if you're on the, on the wrong page once in a while. It is your job as the face of the franchise, as the quarterback, to get those two on the same page. I don't care. Get them the football. So that's number one. I need a breather. I'm getting heated, okay? That's number one. Number two, okay, and I know that this is just a narrative, but it's still a narrative that needs to be applied, okay? Not only did the game start with Brian Hoyer, <laughs> I, I, I laugh just thinking about it. The game started with Brian Hoyer being the, quarter, the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, and somehow their quarterback position got worse because Bailey Zappi, the rookie quarterback out of Western Kentucky, who used to be actually a very good college quarterback. He almost threw for 6,000 yards, almost broke an FBS record last year, came in and somehow through four quarters looked better than Aaron Rodgers did. Like it baffles me that the rookie quarterback was, by the way, Matt Patricia calling the plays. Let's remind people that Matt Patricia was the failed head coach of the Detroit Lions who ran them into the ground so badly that they're even more of a laughing stock than they used to be. And by the way, as a defensive play caller that Bill Belichick is trying to sabotage the Patriots with by having him call offensive plays, he was the play caller for Bailey Zappi. I don't even know if that's how you say his name. Bailey Zappi looking better than Aaron Rodgers through three quarters. Bruce says it's Zapp. I don't care because dude looked better than my Hall of Fame quarterback for 55 minutes of that game. That is just embarrassing. What does Todd have to say? This has me fired up. The pants are coming off. That's what I love to hear, Todd. Take your pants off for this rant. You deserve it, young man. Okay. And, and it is a bad thing. Yes, Jude, it is a bad thing that more than one wide receiver getting open. But here's the, yes, it does make him a baby. And here's the reason why. Because here's the reason why, Jude. And I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at Aaron Rodgers, okay? I love you, Jude. You're, you're probably a great human being. I appreciate you tuning in. Make sure to subscribe. But here's the problem, okay? Aaron Rodgers does not just see it on film later. I understand what you're saying, but Aaron Rodgers is an MVP quarterback. He doesn't just see it on film later. 
he knows that Christian Watson is open. He knows that Romeo Dubs is open. And he knows when it came down to it later and Aaron Rodgers had to win a football game, what did he do? What did he do? He threw two quick hitters to Romeo Dubs. They got 20 yards and the Green Bay Packers won that football game. Okay? He knows that Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson are the easiest way for him to win a football game. And because he is old, an old dog who doesn't want to learn new tricks and is set in his ways, albeit incredibly freaking talented ways, he is set in his ways and he doesn't want to go throw to those rookie wide receivers. But when you get to the point where he needs to win a game, who does he keep turning to? He's not making those game-winning plays to Lazard or Tunyon or Cobb. He's doing it to the guys who can go get 10 yards just because they can. That's what drives me the most crazy. And so I said during this football game that if Aaron Rodgers loses to the New England Patriots third string quarterback, that I will never again root for him and advocate for him as the NFL GOAT. Thankfully for my brand, <laughs> he didn't lose that football game. Thankfully for the MJ Hurley and the third down Thursdays brand, Aaron Rodgers did not lose that football game. However, I am still outraged. One, one quick part of my outrage, and I will sit down for this because I'm not as mad. <laughs> I'm not as mad at uh, Matt LaFleur as I am at Aaron Rodgers. But here's the thing. You need to understand, and I'll, let, me, let me put my camera down. I'm calming down a little bit. But the last part of my rant, which I am still very mad about, is the fact that Matt LaFleur seems to not be able to call a football game after his scripted plays and until he gets to the part where he looks at Aaron Rodgers and says, go win me a football game. Between the first 15 and the last 10, there doesn't seem to be anything that they can do. They'll run the football better than any team in the league. And then Aaron Rodgers will take three deep shots for no reason. I'm sorry, but the screw it, Devontae is down there somewhere. Game plan doesn't work anymore because newsflash, he's in Las Vegas. So that doesn't work. Also, Joe Barry, you have some of the best playmakers on all phases of the defense. Matt LaFleur said it himself. Get out of your shell and let your football players make plays. All right. Those were the thoughts of MJ Hurley, right, wrong, or indifferent. Those are not the thoughts of Immaculate Perceptions, our sponsors, Game On Wisconsin, and those affiliated with us. If, by any chance, you disagree with MJ, go to his Twitter, hit him up, at MJ Hurley TDT, and he'll be more than glad to speak with you. Uh, MJ, now. MJ, okay, you feeling better now? Can you breathe? My heart rate is a little high. Uh, if I had my Apple Watch on, it would be notifying me that I am not okay. Well, I told uh, you not to drink the pre-workout before you did the show. Yeah, I did it anyway. I got 300 milligrams coursing through my veins, and I am ready to go. How we doing? Well, okay. How we doing, boys? Joe, what's up, dude? Okay, so let, let, let's, let's talk about this now. Let, let, <laughs> well, come, come to Dr. Joe, okay? Let me, let me help you feel better, okay? Come, come to, to Dr. Okay. Dr. Feel Good, okay? So, I agree with you with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he has the luxury of not throwing to people who are open at this point. And then when he throws something out of bounds, you get this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to turn my light on real quick. Keep, so, keep you know, when you, when you get that from him, you've, you, you know, he, he, you know, you know, he fucked up. Let's just be honest. You know, he fucked up. 
He knows yeah. he fucked up. And, yeah. and, and at the same time, I agree with LaFleur with some of the play calling. And, and there are times where he not only gets predictable, but he gets away with what actually is working for him. Right. Okay. Now, the mind-boggling thing for me is on defense because the the bottom line is Rashawn Gary may be the most dominant defensive player in the game, not named Michael Parsons or Aaron Donald right now. Right. You got to do and, – and, and if it wasn't for some bullshit – you know, there's been a couple uh, face max penalties – or just dumb penalties that stopped other plays. You know, there's been a few, like I said. You know, I could see, you know, him having even more dominant year. But I, I, I'm going to say this, and I know we talk about Zap and, and what he's done, what he did that game. Look, the bottom line is he's never played in an NFL game. <laughs> and you don't know what you got on film with him. And you're really not scheming for him because you kind of figure Brian Hoyer is going to be your guy. Right. So, I mean, there, there's that side of it, too, that it's not playing Madden where your guy is, you know, the quarterback's coming in at 65 and your defense is a 87 and, you know, okay, he sucks. We can No, like this this guy is – this guy, what he did at Western Kentucky last year was a pretty fucking amazing year. Okay, let's be honest. The guy set the yes. touchdown in his season mark, the most yards in his – I mean, the guy can chuck the ball. And I'm But that same breath, there's no Jacoby Myers. You know, hey, and did I not tell you that Ramadre Stevenson is a tough ass running back? Bottle, oh, you know, Madre did his thing. So, as you know, sixty-two touchdown passes for Zap last year. Now, mind you, when it comes to when it comes to Zap, um, when it comes to Zap, uh, I will say this. The first thing that I thought of, and it shows my age for everybody in here over the age of 23 or 24, 25, <laughs> even at 30, okay? Us old guys, you know, there was, there was a movie called Zapped starring Scott Payo and Willie Ames. And that movie itself is one of the greatest after-school movies of all time. And that's what Green Bay's defense happened to their defense last week. They got zapped. And and I will say this too, and it's a in North, true North Packer fan would actually was gonna take kind of took what I was gonna say. At some point, at some point, you gotta stop the running game. You gotta hit a running back and, and you gotta have them lose yards. The bend don't break defense is great, it works well on an occasion. But you don't want to go through a whole season, especially a season where at one point this season, you're going to have seven first round picks on defense on the field at the same time. Right. You can't do that. You can't do that at all. So I say that with MJ, your rant actually was pretty spot on. Um, I know in the, Thank you. the game on Wisconsin chat on Twitter, people are like, wait, what? what's going on? And they literally <laughs> all started. I mean, they're they're starting to pile in. So um, what was Oh my gosh. Oh, there it is. Zap. Bam. I have, what a, I have never what a seen the best. Movie. Oh my God. Dude, get it. Go fuck, fucking YouTube it and, and jump on it, man. And it's, you will laugh your ass. Dude gets power so he can look at things and make stuff move. And he could, Scott Bell could look at someone, lift his eyebrow up like the rock, and clothes fly off. 
That's what. Well, put uh, the original cover on, Bruce. Put it. Put it on. Put it on, Bruce. Gosh. Yes. What's, what's the original cover? Oh, it's it's fantastic for people my age. I've you know so people enough to be your right daddy. Now. So, so but at the end of the day, three and one, three and one, MJ. Yeah. Leading the NFC North, tied for the lead with the Queens, who who got away with one because the Saints literally double doinked, double doinked, and all, if, if he kicked it. Six inches to one side. Guess what? It goes in. They're going OT, and I and the Queens are going to lose We're overseas. One to three inches already. We're expecting about two more inches. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm not going to say what that is. All right, real quick, real quick. I'm going to jump in. Uh, so the image that we are about to show does not represent Game On Wisconsin third down <laughs> Thursdays. MJ or Joe or especially myself at all. So just figured I'd put that out. Okay. That's MJ. Look, that's the. <laughs> that's funny. 80s movies. <laughs> God, I got this cough. I cannot shake. I'm sorry. Oh, I do love that. All right, let, let's 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 get to let's get to uh, other analysis of the game since you, you kind of railed off on it. Um, yes. What did you think? I, I said this on, on the. Uh, Oh yeah, that yeah, nice. that that that's that's no boy. You really hate to see that. Um, yeah, you know, I, I went. We, I got in the the spaces. Um, yeah, uh, and we with with Mike and and Jake and I, I don't think you were in there. You came in, came in a little later. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I was um, not in the post game one. Okay, I got back from the Raiders game and and I literally uh, I went in there and um, I'm of the belief and and it's, I shared this. We talked about it on the show in the past and and I said it there. I'm of the belief that going forward, Green Bay needs to put Yosh Neiman at right tackle, slide Elton back into the guard, and kick running to right guard. That's their best five, you know. And if it means you have to pay Elton like a right tackle, if, or, you know. And I believe someone said, um, I don't know if it was Todd or Mike. I think it was Mike that said actually right guards are paid or left guards are paid more than right tackles. Pay him what he needs to get paid. It doesn't matter whichever one is going to you know reset them. That's your dude. Put him there. The most important thing for them is to keep. 12 or whoever is that quarterback upright and opening up holes for that running game to, to really become successful. Cause that is the benchmark of the offense. I think I, I agree with everything you just said. I believe that obviously at left guard, the place where he started in the NFL, um, his more natural position, I think Elton Jenkins will perform better there. Um, I think Yosh tack Yosh is at tackle is one of their best five. Um, I would rather have John Runyon Jr. at guard than Royce Newman. So if I have to make that switch, I love that. And I agree. If you whatever you have to pay him, I don't care what you're paying him as. Um, Elton Jenkins is the most versatile offensive lineman in the NFL because he can play above replacement level at all five positions, even if he did get beat up a little bit um by Matt Judon who by the way is a very good edge rusher it's not like he's getting beat up by some average Joe Schmo in a bad defense Elton Jenkins was struggling against one of the best edge rushers in the NFL in one of the best defensive schemes the NFL has seen in the last 20 years because by the way it carried Tom Brady to Super Bowls anyway um so so let's so let's not pretend let's not pretend that Elton Jenkins was struggling against a bad team um, and even with all of that, Elton Jenkins was still the third highest graded 
PFF player for the Packers. So he may have struggled, but when he wasn't allowing a pressure, he was still incredibly solid. So I don't know. I, I think at right tackle, if the Packers decide to keep him there, I'm not going to be mad about it. But I do think as a whole, five offensive linemen, uh, Elton Jenkins is better at left guard than right tackle. I, I'm so. I'm not big on knee, knee jerk reactions with anything. I'm one of those. I like to think things through mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and I normally am. And Todd, just want to point something out. Uh, I'm not wearing pants either, buddy. Beautiful. Got you. Me, you, Todd. It got you. Um, um, but no, but but but, uh, but 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 I was gonna, I was going to say, you know, the one thing that that stands out to me is it is actually game two for or game three for Elton Jenkins and game two for David Bakhtiari. So right. at that point, I mean, and that's 600 days of not playing ball and almost a year of another one. So there is some rust yeah. that needs to come off, and and it is early, and I'm not in. With the NFL, you know, with with the NFL, I break them up into quarters anyway. And the first yeah. is just kind of like you have teams jump out to three and one starts, and then end up six and eleven. The Vikings will probably be somewhere around that group. You know, you you know you have you have a team like Denver, you know, and then you have you know teams that really rely on as you see defense. And you look at Rashawn Gary ninety three point four. That's ridiculous. That's that's crazy. Rudy Ford, 78.9. I mean, that's a guy that came in the game after the guy behind him, Adrian Amos, leaves the game, you know? And and so that's not bad. Even though the defense does suffer with Amos not in there because that for sure that force that forces Savage to play up and kind of read more versus playing free and let him go do what he got he has to do where he's best with his assets and what he does best, you know playing like a center deep center field and be a playmaker that way. So I say all that because we're complaining about three and one, you know, I witnessed the team on Saturday beat a, beat a team and, and they were, they didn't have a win, but they look like the better team out there all game. So, you know, I, I, I err on the side of Carson in the, in this, in this regard, I don't think, I don't think it's a lot to be worried about just yet. Um, but I will say, you know, going across the pond and playing in London against a team that's worked out Jake Fromm at quarterback today, and they use Saquon oh. Barkley at quarterback. At, you know, I mean, like, who are they going to call next? Phil Sims, Jeff Hostetler. I mean, may as well just sign Archie Manning to the NFL at this point. Maybe how about nah? I can't do Arch. Maybe Cooper. Is Cooper the younger one? That's the oldest brother. That's the oldest brother? Oh. Yeah. Not nice. say that. I say that tongue in cheek because he was a receiver. Yeah, let's, Chad, let's get uh <laughs> let's Bruce, let's get Bruce Penn called State. Eli Manning Chad Powers. Well, because that's that was the did you see that, Joe? That was the Yes, yes, that's his alias. The skitty did. Um so so now we have the bottom three. Um PFF that Bruce is going to give us in a moment. Um, And and I I think it's interesting to look at these grades. They don't mean everything uh, because somehow Aaron Rodgers had the worst first half of his career and ended up with an above average grade at the end of that game. Uh, He probably took a little something, something in the locker room at halftime, Joe, you think maybe possibly. Ayahuasca. 
You think he had a little ayahuasca? No, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what? You know, I, I know we joke about it, but look, I'm not joking. I'm just. I think at some yeah, how point, how else did that man learn how to throw a deep ball in a span of twenty minutes? Look, so, hey, sometimes okay, look at sometimes a pitcher. If you're playing baseball, it just takes one. You got to hit on one. Same thing with the jump shot. It just hits, on, and that's what it is. Look at the bottom grades. Well, Dobbs rated that poorly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's but oh, but hold on. But okay, I I don't like PFF and their grades because it's skewed. I mean, it's 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 skewed because I mean, who was it that I forget, uh, who was I reading today that they had a bunch of missed tackles. The defense gave up a bunch of yards, miss, and yet they graded them high because the tackle, they you know, there was just tackles. Like I'm like the stuff is skewed. The eye test yeah. to me speaks more than than the. What you gotta say about the eye test, MJ? Uh, so you don't like Bruce, the eye test. Bruce is, Bruce is in like our Bruce is in our ears, um, hmm? egging me on a little bit. So What's with the eye test, to give you, you some like context, eyes? Joe, Bruce on our show third down Thursdays will in my humble opinion throughout the history of the last two years of us, you know, going back and forth, he'll use the eye test over statistics. I am a fan of, because I don't think I'm smart enough when it comes to most sports. Baseball is the only one where I will use eye test because I've actually played baseball my whole life. Never played football. Um, I can make some decent analysis, but I never actually, you know, had a play called for me and had to run it. Right. So I can look at it and be like, oh, okay. In my opinion, you know, Watson looked open. I don't know what it, what's going on, but, uh, you know, Bruce is a big fan of the eye test. He'll be like, you know, by the eye test, Tom Brady is such a good, such a good leader. And, uh, he best, best quarterback of all time. Aaron Rodgers could never do that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Tom Brady just happened to Tom Brady happened to lead all those defenses. You know, okay, that, but let me point something out. Okay. I, let's let's chill there. I never once said Aaron Rodgers couldn't do that. Because I even told you <clears> if I had to do to do a ranking system of Rodgers and Brady, I'm I'm gonna say they're one A and one B. So calm the fuck down. That's it. So what I will say, MJ, is analytics are a tool. They're not a rule. And I think there's far too many people that rely on that solely as a rule. No, I agree. And the eye test is a tool. Look, you're going to tell me. And I think PFF is a terrible tool. Oh, I don't disagree with that. You know, if I'm don't... trying to get likes on Twitter, then that's a completely different thing. Oh, Engelbar. You know what? Hey, I, I'm glad. Role. Okay, Campbell, that's one. I pat not just that's not passing the eye test. That's one that's not passing the eye test, buddy. Look, I love Andre Quay Campbell. Walker's gonna get that because he just does and, some and weird too, stuff and, on the football and, field. Yeah, the last week Quay was just firing through holes and just going. This week it was almost like he was waiting, waiting. He's thinking too much. Last year with Andre Campbell, he's flying around to making all kinds of plays. This year he's taking a sweet ass time. I have an issue with that, Joe. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't. I do we pay him too much money? No, I I think I think that what it is is there. I believe that there is a little 
feeling out process going on with Quay and with, with some of the other guys on the defensive side of the ball. And, and I actually agree with Coach LaFleur. You know, when he, he said Barry needs to come out of his shell, I agree with that 100%. You got some dudes back there. You can you can man up. You can blitz more. You can do more things. You know, they're literally and figuratively. And get after them. I mean, this is supposed to be a top-tier defense, right? It's supposed to, this, this, that like was the expectation. Play exactly. I mean, but at the same time, look, the way the schedule plays out, we all know it as Packer fans. Green Bay could eventually be six and one. You know what I mean? Right. Six and one. And then they go to Buffalo. If you're six and one going into that game, who the fuck are we to complain? Who are we? Bears right. fans? Vikings fans? You know? I mean, like, I mean, like literally. I see, I living here in Vegas, I hear all this Raider talk about how the sky is falling, how uh, Mark Davis is going to fire Josh McDaniels three games into the season. Are you fucking stupid? It's three games into a season. It's the same thing right now. <laughs> it's four games, five games into a season. Relax. Literally relax. Take a deep relax. breath. And just chill out and see how it plays out. Because if you again knee-jerk reactions at the beginning of a season lead to you know on the back end looking back, man, I can't believe I said that shit on Immaculate Perceptions. I'm surprised Jacob even lets us have a show on Game on Wisconsin because we said some wild, stupid shit. Hell, I'm surprised I don't get a call every other day from saying, "Bro, like, what the fuck are you talking about?" That's just me. Anyway, um. <laughs> I think Bruce Bruce apparently has a good video. So this this is the first time I've done this on on the show. So I'm hoping that it works out well. So if I mess up, I apologize to anybody watching or anybody that's watching this. But this is is via Pat McAfee show. Aaron Rodgers having a conversation with those guys about the Odell Beckham Jr., uh, yes, comment. let's talk about so, this. So, so if I screw up with this, I apologize. I'm going to do what I can. So give me one second. And... Let's see him fire it away, Bruce. We'll see. Oh, well, oh they don't get, I don't, they, you guys haven't given me sharing access, so I can't share. Yeah, we have. You, you're no. signed in via the admin, my guy. No, Is I can't it in, share. You can't share your screen? Send it, send it to MJ. Let's go that way. Yeah. But but look, do I and, and if if Odell Beckham is a question, then the answer is yes. How's that? I, I, I if bringing him in is 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 even a question, I think you do it. You know, he's one of the best, when healthy, one of the best receivers in the NFL. He knows how to get in the end zone. He runs runs great routes, um, and he's super competitive. And I and people could say what they want about people could say what they want about. Um, Tom Brady throwing tablets and Aaron Rodgers throwing tablets. You know, I, give me Odell Beckham, you know, punching a wall after a playoff loss. Give me Odell Beckham. I don't give a damn about the kicking net. He's pissed because he didn't get the – he didn't do – you know, he didn't score a touchdown. And he wanted his team to win. I want that shit. That's, the, I, that's what I want with players, and I would think Aaron Rodgers would want it too. All right. I hypothetically have uh, – let's see. I think I got it right here. Yes, I do. Okay. This is we're gonna we're gonna I think the video the audio should come through. Let me know if it does. 
Uh, this is Aaron Rodgers on his relationship with Odo Beckham via the Pat McAfee show. No sound? No sound. That is very unfortunate. Um, Bruce, best bet would be to just download the uh, video if you can, uh, but we'll get that on there. And Joe, about Odo Beckham, I know some even some people in here in our chat um, has have said that they don't want him because of locker room presence, whatever it is. For he's never been for the umpteenth time. For the umpteenth time, let's shut all of that down. Um, and I they talked about this on the broadcast last night, uh, Monday Night Football, because it was Rams 49ers. Anytime the Rams are on national TV, now they're talking about Odell. And yes, because Odell still has associations with some of the training staff uh, for his, for his knee rehab, because that's where he won a Super Bowl. Of course, if Odell can go back to LA, brother's going to go back to LA. But there are a lot of things that also need to get figured out for the Rams before that can actually be made a thing. And um, let's just say Aaron Rodgers is not afraid to do some recruiting. And let's just say that the Green Bay Packers are not opposed to spending a little bit of money because they have the money to spend. And if they need to spend it, they're going to spend it. So we're having issues still, I, I, but I'm going to actually make a comment on this real quick. I, I and I, I kind of complained about this earlier, hundred percent that the, the Packers should go after this guy, especially since the fact he's still working out, he's still going to multiple football games and basically advertising marketing for himself. I still haven't seen yeah. him on the Packers sideline yet though. That's interesting. Who cares? I don't, I want him on a sideline when he's strapped up, ready to go. When he's signed, sealed, delivered, I don't give a fuck if he's there hanging out at Lambeau Field. What if he's in London this weekend? He's in New York, you know, hanging out, you know, talking to the Giants and seeing some old friends. What if that's on his way to London, you know, to go out there, maybe get some PRP done to his leg because, you know, it could help heal, expedite, you know, the healing process a little bit further. And he's, hey, I'm in London. Might as well go see these Rams in the the Vajantes play and, and you know, go from there. And, and, and hey, you know, Aaron, you know, hey, you know, Let's go to Amsterdam real quick. What do you say? You know, it's a quick little hop, skip, jump, you know, before we, you know, after you play the game and what's, what's it like in Green Bay? Is the green really, is the grass greener in Green Bay or is, than it is in New York, in New York or LA or I, I already know it's greener in Cleveland, Cleveland. Look, the reality is this. He may live in LA. Don't think that he's not, there's, there hasn't been some type of conversations or whatnot. That's definitely not the case, as there's a ugly purple screen, not Laker purple, it's queen purple. But anyway, I, I just I don't I'm not I, I, I don't think it's a slam dunk. He resigns with the Rams. I'm just call it a educated guess. And here's the thing, Joe. As nice as it would be. Packers don't need them to win a Super Bowl. That's bullshit. Bullshit. They need they need another receiver, and and it's not it's not an indictment on Dobbs. It's not an indictment on Lazard or Watson or Cobb. It's an indictment on Mamari fucking Rogers being a shitty ass returner and a shitty ass receiver that can't get on the field, and a guy that I was completely wrong on because I thought he'd be a difference making uh, type guy in this offense. They, it's an they don't. They they don't need Odell. They need Aaron Rodgers to 
get out of his old ways and be willing to throw to his rookies. It's not just because Joe was rookies. No, 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 Joe, it is because what was the thing that we were missing in Devontae, right? The fact that you could just throw Devontae out there, he could go get 10 and 100. Well, Romeo Dubs can do the same thing. No, he can't. Lazard went, yeah, he can. No, and I love Romeo. He's why not. Can he? He, why he's, can't he? Why can't he? Why can't he? Look at the look at the touchdown pass he dropped in the end zone. That that, that would have put him over hundred. And and he and here's the thing. And I and I say that because I and I made this comment too. No Packer fan should say shit about him dropping that touchdown pass in the end zone Des this Bryant. week yep. because Des Bryant did the same shit. And we as Packers fans in the Green Bay organization benefited. That's from why it. I didn't say so, I didn't say so, a single word. I'll say a, I'll say that shit. You know, yeah. but, but but the bottom line is he drops too many balls. Kristen Watson, you have to earn trust. And, and it's a difference. There is a there is a difference between being a great and a really good college wide receiver and then an NFL wide receiver. Dobbs is learning it. The traits for them are are the traits for him to be that guy are all there. Look, I've compared him to Devontae coming out. It took Devontae three or four years to get to where he was at in terms of being the best receiver in the NFL. But he also didn't get the targets to start, right? And and there's a reason for that. And 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 yeah. Greg Jennings, it took Greg a while, even though he came in a hot. And that's an, and James Jones actually compared Dobbs to Jennings coming out. That actually again is another fair comparison, considering now, considering that Greg was getting more touches with Brett Favre, especially as the season went on. I think the touches are going to be there, but he's on pace to catch for almost 800 yards and what, 72 balls and seven touchdowns as a rookie. Yeah. So it's not like he's not it's, – it's not like it's um, he's having a shitty year. Like, yes, the pass was wrong, but guess what? Tuck the ball away. Tuck the ball away. Catch – secure yeah. the ball and uh, when you catch it. Secure it. At times, he and Watson, you can tell that they're college strong, but they're not NFL strong yet, but they'll get there. And believe me, I'm the conductor of that, of, of that train. I'm the conductor <laughs> of the Dobbs train. And I'm I'm saying this because I need to be objective. Like he's not he's if you can bring an Odell Beckham in and that and that that will and then guess what that does? Hey, Kristen Watson, why don't you return kicks and punts? Now you have speed back there because he was very good at it yeah. in North Dakota. Okay, now it 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 makes the team better. Period. Point blank. You bring in well, of course, it an makes Odell the Beckham team better. I'm not denying better. that. So, so to say they don't need him to win a Super Bowl, that's bullshit because they do. He, You make your team as good as you possibly I'm saying, can. I'm saying they can win a Super Bowl without him. Of course, their odds are increased if they get him. But I'm saying more of the responsibility for their ability to win a Super Bowl lies on Aaron Rodgers than it does bringing in Odell Beckham. I think it, re it relies more on the defense than it does Aaron Rodgers because we all kind of knew this year was going to be a struggle offensively it relies more on that defense it relies more on kenny clark and jerron you know reed what, you know what really scares me is is dan orlovsky said the packers offense is going to be good by the end of the year that really i agree with that me. that really scares me and, and, bruce, and, and bruce brought up will fuller and I, fuck will fuller he, he's always injured and he's and he's only 28 but he's always injured he hasn't played a full season in the nfl and the year he was balling out he got popped for roids what does that tell you i'm good Fair. I don't want TY's old and full of concussions. I don't want TY. Uh,
Bruce, what do you, Bruce is bringing up Randall Cobb's contract, which I, Randall Cobb, there, Bruce, I don't know what contract. You're I don't got, I don't got no problem no paying Cobb, Cobb three is. years, 28 with 17 guaranteed. I don't, I don't got no problem with Cobb or 18 guaranteed. I got no problem with Cobb. I'm going to tell you why Cobb's came up big. Cobb's came up big when, when he needed it. Bruce, look at it. no, 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 Bruce is uh, very wrong. Randall oh, Cobb is, is making two. Br- Randall Cobb is making two million dollars this year, and he has a void year next year. I I am on. Well, he redid his contract. <laughs> they 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 did something to his contract at the end of the uh going into the new league year. Yeah, that was Bruce. That was Randall Cobb's contract with the Texans. He is no longer on his Texans contract. He is on a completely he is on a completely new deal with the Packers, and he is not making. He is making $2 million this year. I'm just using Spotrack right now. Spotrack is usually a pretty accurate website for contracts. Yeah, no. That that's his, That was his original contract. Uh, but Randall Cobb is only making $2 million this yeah. year. So that that's if but, I pay but whatever they're Randall paying Cobb $2 million in a year to get three third down catches a game that convert, sure. At this hey, point. look. And he's a he's a good veteran presence for those receivers. Look, I got no problem with Cobb at all. Look, and, and I, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I know you went off about Aaron Rodgers earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at him. Really? I'm I'm not mad at him at all. Nope. You know, it, it, the last two years, Aaron Rodgers in his careers is the most gifted quarterback to ever play in the NFL. He can he yeah. can do things, make throws, his eye, everything. His He literally, if you want to make a perfect quarterback, he would be that guy right. for most of his career, okay? Let's just be real about it. So the standard that he set, he's not playing up to this year, and I bet if he's being honest with himself and his teammates, he'll tell you that. He'll tell them that. Hey, you know right. what I, mean? I fucked up. I've, I've had a bad fucking year so far you know but at the end of the year guess what he'll turn it around he has what two interceptions this year was Uh, it five and two three three Three? i mean it's it's not like he's playing bad football i mean he is to his standard for aaron Rodgers' standard yeah exactly so i don't personally have that 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 Ah well, Aaron sucks. He's having a shitty year. I'm gonna and, and and the main reason why is he's learning to play with new weapons other than Lazard and Cobb. The, the Lazard and Cobb are the only two weapons in the receiving room that he he's comfortable with, and he's growing and he's they're learning him. And I'm gonna tell you the big thing. I feel like with Dobbs, there is something different between him and Dobbs. Because look at crunch time, and he, when he wanted to make a big play, who did he throw to? But He gave him the opportunity, and I think he's going to continue to give him that opportunity. Kristen Watson missed how much time in camp? A lot. So Most of it. So Dobbs has got way more time with Rodgers, so there's a little more familiarity and comfortability between them. Watson needs to stay healthy. For the guy that has the speed to change everything, he's not staying healthy. 
So I just say I say all that because you know I think the standard of Rogers said is so high for us and all Packers fans that it it's cool we you know because that's the standard is the standard, right? But there this we knew going into or especially early on this is going to be a year at least early on where it's growing there's some growing pains and no oh, sure. he's not playing the, the Justin Fields standard because there there there's only a few guys that, that's the Mitch Trubisky standard okay so. Poor you know, and I'm not, and I'm not taking it. I'm not taking a shit on Bruce when I say that because Bruce knows exactly how I feel about the offensive fucking genius, uh, the offensive genius that's that's that was Matt, uh, Matt Nagy, and and then and I've long said that they reached for Justin Fields. Rodgers' standard is up here. The rest of the leagues is here, and then you got the Bears' standard where their quarterbacks have been since Jim McMahon got hurt. So there, there's there's a there is a big difference there. So I say all that. This is again, and I did take Rogers saying R E L A X. Relax. Things will be okay. Uh, Eight weeks from now, nine, nine weeks from now, if we're if if they're 13 and two or 14 and one or whatever it is, and we're bitching about this, man, we need to go get our fucking dolphin heads checked. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh we got the Giants this week in London. Uh, real quick, Joe. Packers favored by eight. Over-under is 41 and a half. I'm done recommending that the Packers are <laughs> – that you should bet for the Packers because, honestly, after seeing the Giants play, they can run the football. They can play some good defense. Uh, I am worried about what Saquon Barkley will do to the Packers. I like Green Bay, but I'll take the uh, the under. I'm not a gambler, even though I live out here. Um <laughs> You know, I would take the the Giants plus eight, and I would I would go uh, the under that forty one and a half, and only only because the offense has been anemic, and the Giants offense is just fucking pathetic. You know, I, I was on a phone call with a Giants fan today, who's a season ticket holder, good friend, uh, sponsor Poor for guy. one for for our company, one of the sponsors, and he's like, like fuck. We fucking suck. I mean, we're bringing Jake fucking from in. You know, Tyrod can't fucking spell his <laughs> name right now because his head's fucked up and Daniel Jones could barely walk. So, I mean, yep. no quarterbacks. You're not going to score a lot in, in the way Green Bay's offense has been uh, early on this year. I don't think they're going to score a lot either. I think it's going to be very low scoring, maybe 17-10, something About like that. that. Uh, Bruce agree. is going – Packers minus 10. Um, I mean, yeah, they took away a home game, uh, but the Packers still have eight home games. So it's yeah, it's, not, it's, what, it's, it's the extra. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe in five, 10 years from now, when the league is used to having nine home games every other year, then this would be a bigger deal. Uh, but since we just got to the point where nine home games every other year is a thing, um, I think the Packers will be okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was a local, I'd be kind of mad because I got excited about nine home games and then one of them's in London. But at the end of the day, it'll be okay. Joe, another week of Immaculate Perceptions. It has been a pleasure, good sir. Bruce, thank you for keeping us sort of on track, uh, bringing the comedy. As always, we love you and your bald head dearly. If you want to catch me and Bruce, follow us at Third Down Thursday. We'll be live this Thursday. I can catch Bruce so, in a sports bra like he's wearing right now. Yes. <laughs> Somebody actually made a comment um, about the wife beater. I cannot take Bruce seriously in the wife beater. I have to deal with this every week. 
Um, thank goodness it's not. We'll be back with more chaos next week. That's Matt Pacafee. <laughs> Immaculate oh, Perceptions. Hey, catch me on Franchise Sports Media.